0: Well, welcome to our first episode of Bravely Honest with Carrie and Megan. Hey, guys. We're pretty excited and a little bit nervous to do this, but um, here's what we're going to do. We're going to start out today, and we're hoping in this episode that you get to hear a little more about us, um, how this podcast came about, and what it means to be bravely honest.
1: That's right. So I'm Carrie. I'm on staff here at CLC. Um, I've been attending here about six years. And I'm now on Mm -hmm. staff, which is definitely a blessing. I'm a mom of three, trying to keep my life together, but it's not always going as smoothly as I'd like. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I basically am serving in an outreach capacity now, which I love, and I love Megan as well. So here's a little bit about her. thanks,
0: Carrie. I love you, too. I'm really glad that you're on staff, and I am also on staff at CLC. Um, I do... The music here and also communications. Um, and I'm, um, I know when I say like who I am, it's such, hard. such a big question. Yeah. Um, I'm a mom of two kids, um, one teenager, one tween, um, wife to Mike, and I'm just really excited. Like, I have always been intrigued about talking ab- more about stuff. Um, I think an audience of women can be a really cool community to have. And I feel like there's so many great women that I've met through here that we're just excited to have a place where we can sit and chat and hopefully you can have a cup of coffee and chat with us or at least, well, I mean, you can chat doing. back to yep. us, but we won't hear you, but hot
1: or ice, get it at the yellow <laughs>
0: <laughs> little plug there.
1: Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I guess it was a couple months ago, Megan was in my office chatting and, you know, we would just kind of catch up on life and. I'd been a little to her, and vice versa, and kind of just being at a little bit of different phases of life with our kids' ages, but also Mm. kind of experiencing the same things that women and moms tend to, you know, go through. Um, It was just really nice to have that support from her, and I think we balanced each other very well in our personalities. They're a little bit different, but Megan, you know, really kind of worked me through just being a little bit more direct, um, and that's kind of where the honest part came from, but just in our conversations and just kind of acknowledging what is real in our lives um, rather than just kind of going along and pretending that things are, you know, different than maybe what they are on the surface and just kind of in chatting and working through some things that we were both experiencing. We were kind of joking that it would be fun to do a podcast together and
0: I know that just came kind of came out in a conversation right I remember where we were because we were in the back of the sanctuary just talking to another mom who was carrying a toddler and yeah we joked about it and then it was shortly after that that Josh was like I think we need to start podcasts and we were like We're we're ready. We are so (laughs) in. And I think at the
1: time we had joked that we were going to be, what, the two bold brunettes? Something like that, Because you were teaching me to just come out of my shell a little and be a little bit more honest about some of the things that I was going through. And that was super helpful. So, um, yeah, jumping into a little bit about the name behind this, we kind of brainstormed over a little bit of time and Mm -hmm. came to Bravely Honest. Um, So just to kind of jump into the brave yeah, part let's do of it. That. Let's be brave let's here. Um, the definition of the word brave is, um, you know, when you're truly vulnerable, um, you need to be honest with that. So just to jump into what the actual definition is, it's to endure or face unpleasant conditions without showing fear. Um, I feel like most of life
0: is unpleasant. conditions. I do. I Don't agree. You? I <laughs>
1: agree. And I feel like kind of in thinking through that, you know, you kind of have if you think of like two sets of scenarios, like I often think brave is being very bold and, you know, outward. And, you know, I think of someone mm-hmm. who kind of overcomes obstacles in maybe like a physical sense, you mm-hmm. know, someone that is constantly challenging themselves to maybe, um, you know, push their body to the limit, marathons, Ironman, competitions, thing yeah. things like that. Um, to me, that's like an outward form of bravery, um, you know, but taking a step back and realizing that, kind of our worldly influences, um, you know, teach us to c- constantly be on the go. Like, maybe there's something more about bravery that teaches us to slow down. Um, and I was kind of thinking, you know, you have one person maybe that's doing all of those crazy physical things or maybe is never slowing down and wants to, you know, complete another degree academically or, mm-hmm. or things like that. And you might have another person that's more introverted, keeps mm-hmm. to themselves. Um but again, I think our world tells us that you don't know what's underneath the surface. And that first right. person could be running away from something. They could right. be hiding from a, you know, a past hurt or um, you know, maybe struggling with a relationship where that is their way of mm-hmm. almost hiding. Mm-hmm. You know, it might appear to us that they're overcoming something amazing, which in fact they are, but there might be something mm-hmm. under the surface that they're really struggling with. Um, and then that second person who's more introverted or might you know, kind of stay behind closed doors they might have just overcome a huge battle. They might have just mended a relationship. They might be taking care of an elderly person. They might have their, you know, career on hold to take care of their family. But in both senses, you know, I think that is brave, you know, yeah. so that's kind of, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I was kind of working through just, like, you know, what the Bible says on on bravery. And I think, you know, we see often in scriptures that God commands his people be bold and courageous and mm-hmm. a lot of times after that you know we see many stories where he commands someone to do something mm-hmm. that sounds completely preposterous you know right. Abraham maybe sacrificing his son yeah but with that comes the expectation that God is with him and that right. God's plans are bigger than our plans for ourselves um, I think of David and Goliath you know David faces the giant and he knows that regardless of the outcome, God is with him. You know, God's plans right. are bigger than his. Right. Um, and I think that that, just in life, means so much to us, knowing that regardless of the situations that we're put in, if we can just rest in the fact that God is with us mm-hmm. and will get us through anything, mm-hmm. um, that, that that is the bravest thing that we could do, is to pl- like fully put our faith in yeah. in God. Going
0: back to those two types, like, do you think? Don't you think? As a s- society, or what do you think in a society? Like, do you feel like it really is more heavily skewed to people who are outwardly brave as opposed for to for sure? Inwardly? I mean, you, <laughs> you think of social media in
1: general. Yeah, trying to get this <laughs> on straight. That's not. Oh what my we're gosh! Feeling. It's really
0: hard to be <laughs> brave with like no filters.
1: Right. Absolutely.
0: When you hit a certain age.
1: But yeah, to answer your question, I feel like there is just value in finding bravery in going against the green Yeah. For me. Yeah. And just really finding rest and I have been trying to do that over just the past couple months is you know I feel like I'm a good mom and a good wife when I say yes to everything and I do everything Mm -hmm. and then I'm worn thin and maybe Mm -hmm. my patience is well it is (laughs) it is worn down and I'm not the best that I can be but when I find the strength and the bravery to say no to things and to kind of carve out time to just be with God or be with my own thoughts and process things for me that is being brave um, because
0: that's difficult for me yeah So, going off that, do you care if I go into honest a little bit? Because I think that's what, when I looked up the definition of honest, and this is not the biblical, this is right from Merriam Webster, you know, it says free from fraud or deception, genuine, real. And um, what struck me is like that free part, right? Like, because when we're honesty allows us to live in freedom, which. You know, the world, I think everyone's kind of clamoring. What what does that freedom really mean and look like? And as Christians, we know that our freedom is found in Christ. Like, he is the reason why we're set free. Um, But I think it's just, that's a really interesting thing to find freedom and honesty. And I think for a long time, I equated honesty with being blunt. Um, (laughs) I had to look this up before. Yes, (laughs) I know. It's shocking for me. Um, Obviously, from a, from a speaking of a person or remark, it's uncompromisingly forthright. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, you know, we shouldn't compromise our faith, but we for sure need to compromise the way things come out. Like if I'm uncompromisingly speaking to you and I am already in a posture of anger Mm -hmm. or objection, then I really need to check those thoughts before they come out of my mouth. Because otherwise (coughs) I'm completely... Misrepresenting the truth of right that I should be telling, right? Um, and I loved um, when I was seeing. Oh gosh, I didn't even write down which cha- which chapter this came from. Why did I not do that? Um, I think it was in Ephesians, and and it's actually rules for the new life, right? As Christians, we we talked about it, even Josh talked about it this past week of being born, born again. again right. um, that was from his sermon on. Um, The last sermon of October, the 26th or 27th, if you want to go back and listen to that, but being born again, being saved by, by God. And, um, the rules for the new life are, you know, if you're a thief, quit stealing, be honest and work hard. So you'll have something to give to people. Um, And I just love, it It does specifically say there in verse 31, like, stop being bitter and angry and mad at others. Don't yell at one another or curse each other or ever be rude. Instead, be kind and merciful and forgive others just as God forgave you because of Christ. So how many times do I Mm -hmm. think I'm speaking truth, but I'm speaking bitterness and I'm speaking anger and I am for sure a stellar yeller. There's a new coined term we have, a stellar yeller. Um, especially at those, I love them. Like you think, who do you, I mean, you are so nice to those people around you and then you go home and you're like, Oh, for sure. For sure. If I pick up one more shoe, like I'm just ready to hurl it. I totally get it. I,
1: I totally get it. And I think you're, you're right. And you know, how often do I say to my kids, stop yelling, stop Mm fighting. And meanwhile, (laughs) I'm sitting here and Mm -hmm. I tell my kids all the time when I go to bed and I think about, you know, something I may have said to them in anger or frustration I never am angry at the behavior that they had. I'm always angry at the reaction that I had. Um, And I think Mm. that if we can take pause in that, and I'm saying that to myself because I don't do that. But in the moment when I'm feeling frustrated or when I'm, you know, whatever it is. Like you said, it's usually with the people that I love mm-hmm. the most. Um, if you could just take a step back and think through those, and how would mm-hmm. God speak, and mm-hmm. you know, how would our Father speak to us versus you know what am what am I trying to teach them? Yeah. But yeah, so I think I think you're right. You know, I never go to bed angry at them. I go to bed regretting the words that I said or the way that yeah. I said that. So I think I think you're right in the honesty. Th- that's not like a free for all. You just say whatever you're thinking. It's right. speaking God's truth through
0: that. Right. And I think as you start to study what truth is aligned with God's word, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think the biggest lesson that I've learned in all of this is really the honesty I've had to have with myself, not with other people, but the honesty that's revealed to me and the truth that's revealed to me is like, oh, that's like, that's what I'm supposed to get from that. There's
1: so much, too, just in thinking that you know, who we are is really a f- reflection of who we say we are and we can, s- mm-hmm. we can speak all these things, but if we're not act, acting on them too, like mm-hmm. I feel like honesty is also in our actions too. And I think you made a good point in, you know, we put our best on for all of these other people, but when yeah. we are behind closed doors, yeah. you know, our actions speak volumes.
0: Yeah. Um, I actually thought that same thing in first John uh, three, Eighteen, it says dear children let us not love with words or speech but with actions and in truth Mm -hmm. and I mean I think that's really easy even with my kids you know it's like well you know you might say this but you're doing this but in our culture that's really tough like you think how you are interacting with most people and now that there's so much social media involved Mm -hmm. everything is a word right Everything's a word or a picture. Right. Nothing right. is really an action. Mm-hmm. And when I think of, that's not to like, uh, you know, diminish the, the act of a kind word. Because right. there have been plenty right. of times where, you know, my friends have sent me a text, uh, you know, I'm thinking about you or I'm praying for you or things like that. Um, but a lot of times, like even now as I'm saying this, as I think about them saying like, I just want to let you know, I'm thinking of you and I'm going to pray for you today. Right. right. So it's, it's a word that's followed up by an by action, an action. Right. you know, because I trust that that person is then going to posture themselves before God on my behalf. Right. And so that's huge. That's huge right. Yeah. Right. But I think how many times does that not, does that not action does, does that, that action not happen? Yeah. Right. Not happen. Right.
1: Right. And I think, too, there's, there's like, fear attached to the honesty part, too, right? Like, in our world, mm-hmm. it is hard. It's hard for a lot of people to be honest without the fear that, you know, someone's going to think differently of them or, you yeah. know, all of those things, too. And I think when you can truly, truly rest in the, in the sense that, you know, God has a plan for you. And I don't, my grandmother used to always tell me, like, don't be a doormat, Carrie. Like, mm. that doesn't mean you should be a doormat and take everything in. Like, stand right. up for yourself. Right. But do it in a way that. You know, God would want you to do that. Right. Um, but that is hard. There's so many pressures. And, you know, I think of what I'm teaching my kids, though, like there is that um, that fine line of being honest. But like you said, there's ramifications for mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. when you choose words or you speak sooner than yeah. than you should without really praying or yeah. thinking on it. I think you're really good at that. Oh, I've, gosh. You know, I've seen you, you know, e- even yes. in friendships or your family, it's like I need a, I need a minute. I need to kind of work through this and then I will come back and talk
0: to you. And that's, I think the best thing that you can do. I wish I did that more at home than I do, but (laughs) I'm trying. Um, yeah, I think sometimes, you know, with that honesty, like we, we can go one way or another, right? Like we can be honest to the point where we are blunt and say things we shouldn't, or we are, um, or we're dishonest with ourselves by not bringing things up. Like I remember my daughter was going through something. This was so many years ago. She had um, a little friend at school who was just not being super nice to her. And, um, you know, that's so hard because you don't want, like, you don't want your kids to like be mean to people. And yet, like you said, like your grandmother told you, like, don't be a doormat. (laughs) And I felt like she was really getting walked over. And so we had this conversation, like, Hey, you're allowed to say to her, listen, I am your friend, Mm -hmm. but I don't like how you're treating me right right now so f- if you're gonna keep treating me like that i'm gonna walk away right and when you're ready to be kind to me again right then we can be friends again right and it turned out that like later i mean the little girl was going through so much at home and she actually ended up confiding that in Ansley. i don't even know if it was confidence they were they were pretty young then it was like fourth grade um but it made so much sense then and so it was also a good reminder for me and a lesson for right for my daughter that um you know some sometimes you just don't know it's underneath people like absolutely we want to take everything that people say y- as directly towards us mm-hmm. but sometimes it's it has not, absolutely it's
1: not. nothing to do with us and most of the times it does not and i, I have learned that over the years and i think mm. back to a time when um You know, I tend to be more of a listener than a talker, and Mm -hmm. someone very close to me opened up and, you know, shared with me that they were really jealous of me, and it kind Mm -hmm. of really threw me for a loop. And I think at the time, I had always been someone to listen to what this person was going through in their life and, you know, tried to help them work through it and give advice and all of that. And my intention was I didn't want to burden them with my own problems or issues or fears or whatever that was Um, but in that moment first of all it took a lot of bravery for her to be honest with me about Mm -hmm. what she was feeling Mm -hmm. and um, you know I really took that to heart in kind of analyzing how I was with my friendships Mm -hmm. and a lot of times like I said I was the listener which I think Mm -hmm. there's validity in that too but rather than you know trying to give advice or you know trying to take that role I realized that in my not sharing that I had also had some of the same struggles or fears, you know, with raising my kids Mm -hmm. or, you know, being a wife or whatever it was, um, that I was creating this image that I had it all together. Mm -hmm. And uh, clearly we know that's not the case. But in her mind, (laughs) it was just like, no, I I won't (laughs) believe otherwise. (laughs) No, but in her mind, it was just like, well, every time you respond to what I'm going through and try to help me through it, like, you know, you aren't going through that and you have all these things that I want and that was not the reality of the situation and I think you know I I tend to be uh sensitive or aware like I don't want to just spew out my every like dramatic feeling that I'm going through but I I do think there is um just a real sense of connection that happens when you can get to a place with anyone that you're vulnerable and um You know, we kind of talk to Honest about letting other people know what we think of them or whatever. But that does take a lot of um, bravery to get to that point for. Right. For at least me and I'm sure many people to kind of work through those things. But connections don't really happen when you when you keep things surface level. And I've realized that over the year. Yeah. Years.
0: years. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was a that's a smart way to do it, though, too. Right. When you. It's almost like there was such a purpose to that honesty mm-hmm. that you realized you need to have. And through that comes such a sincerity and a growth in that relationship. And um, I think that's where the honesty to the masses sometimes feeling like ah, I'm just an open book and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um well, Josh talks about
1: you that a lot, like the that. vulnerability versus transparency. Right. Exactly. Like right. You can just. That's a perfect things out example complain, of that. But, you know, there. Yeah. There is a real sense of growth that takes place when you put Absolutely. yourself in a vulnerable state. Mm hmm. And growth only happens
0: when you put yourself there. Exactly. Right. I would totally agree with that. Um. One of my favorite authors is Jen Wilkin. You'll hear, w- well, I don't know. Maybe you'll hear us talk about a lot about books. but we read a lot. We like to, to read a lot. Um, I love Jen Wilkin. She, um, I believe that she's like a curriculum direct- director for the Village Church, which is um, a Matt Chandler church. Um, and she just, she speaks, um, her book called In His Image about truth and um, really with how you know and we've talked about this a lot in our messages now with um that jesus is the way the truth and the life and the word of truth utters truly truly I say to you um and blessed are all who respond with him but then she talks about how you know but then jesus ascended to heaven Mm -hmm. right and we remain right and so now we are the embodiment of truth which when i read that i'm like that's kind of a heavy thing like we are the embodiment of some power to that right the keepers of reality the church of a living god a pillar and butchers of truth which is from first Mm -hmm. timothy 315 um and god she said she says that god's will is that you take your place among the community of believers as a truth bearer in a world full of lies which is so true Mm -hmm. um honesty should characterize all of your feelings no i'm sorry all of your dealings great and small So that when you are asked to give a reason for what you believe, your credibility is a foregone conclusion. And when you are asked, proclaim Christ as the way, the truth, and the life. Invite them to what is real. And I think if we are able to put our words, I think even going to your kids, like you said, like, then I say stuff and I'm like, I shouldn't have said that. Right. I think sometimes as moms, we feel like we have to have it all together. And we don't. And we don't. And it's, it's so like it's like we forget. I had a friend who always said like I always go back to my kids and apologize. Mm-hmm. She said that when our kids were really little. And I think we really do need to model that. And it's not to say that that negates our authority right. over them, right? right. Like right. cuz trust me, when you have a teenager, they'll really try to <laughs> butt back on that one. Yeah. I've <laughs> I've already seen that. <laughs> and I always hear like you want to be in control. Well. Um and the well, yeah, but the the good lesson in all that is that I'm like actually what I'm realizing is that I'm not like you also want to be in control. Yeah. Of course, every human You're wants out to of control, be in control. I'm <laughs> out of control because we don't have control. Like <laughs> we're all going to struggle with this right. um, for the rest of our time on earth because right, that's what we're living in. I mean, we're just fighting against yeah. all the things what that did you are of af- the
1: other day that this is the closest to hell. We'll oh ever my gosh. Be, and I read so that. True.
0: It's so true. It's someone okay. I read on social media. I, of course it was. I did think there was honesty in these words, <laughs> even though there's actually, so what's the action to this? But it's, they said, um, yeah, earth is like our life here is the closest to hell we'll ever get as believers in Christ. Mm-hmm. So of course there's going to be so many struggles, right. but then just to know that like, that's it. Like, I just imagine like God's hand, like right on the cusp and he's like, no, nope, right. there's nothing like, that's worse as close as I'm going right. to let you get with the enemy ruling this world. But like once yeah. I defeat him in the end, boom, there's no more, it's done. like then we're so think how far away like then we're the furthest we could ever be from all this which that's right seems like so far off and yet is really helpful it really is what the future holds
1: and i think too you know there's been times just within the recent history just of things that have happened in my life and you know nothing dramatic but it's just like what am i gonna do i can sit here and complain i can sit here and feel sorry for myself i can sit here and worry but really what? What does that do? What There's nothing that can change on this earth, you know? I can control my reaction to things. I can't control the situation. And it's a really difficult thing to understand. But I think once you get to that place, and I have not fully gotten to that place, but when you can really just sit back and let that that go, I think that's another um, almost form of bravery is just getting to that point where you just put your hands up and... You know you try your best and I don't have control you know
0: so I think if it's okay this might be a good point to stop and just say like if we can be honest with all of you like this is our hope is that we can just get together every other week hopefully in the new year we'll start every week Um, you know grab a cup of coffee sit down you know if you're driving I, I always am listening to podcasts when I'm driving from A to B but completely serious about things, but we want to make sure that, you know, we are, um, adding some kind of value. Like I just, I think that's important. Like we want, we want to walk this life along with others and we think there's value in that. Um, so we're going to laugh and I don't know, hopefully not cry, cry, but But I'm, I'm sure there'll be some tears shed on certain topics. Um, plus I have like I said, a teenager. So there's a lot of tears on. Well, I don't have teenagers, but um, yeah, I'm I think right there with you. There must be tears at every stage, there don't is, you think? There is. You know, I really kids, don't think problems. there's a bad or good right. <laughs> stage of parenthood. I think it's all hard. And I sleep also sleep is not overrated, and I do get that now. So that's yeah, that's super helpful.
1: And I also hope it's a place too where we can share each other's joys too, because there is in the messiness, there's also so much to be thankful for. And yes. you know, we really hope to. Just provide a community and an open door and just Absolutely. an open, um, you know, forum for people to just share what they're going through and, and know that they're not alone. Yeah. Um, and we hope to, you know, regularly post on Facebook and Instagram. So if you do have any comments or topic ideas, we would love to dive right in there with you.
0: Yeah, we will. Um, we are on Facebook at Bravely Honest. Um, it was I believe we're bravely underscore we're honest, honest. Yes. so Correct. Um, if you want to follow us there we'd be glad to do. Um, <laughs> have <laughs> you follow us and I mean please comment on this kind of stuff a lot of our conversations can be kind of yes. you know directed by uh, stuff that you guys want to talk about right <laughs> most of our yeah
1: our best conversations have been just kind of stuff that we're going through Yeah, and for sure we end up coming up with the best I don't know topics for future yeah. so yeah we would love to have you guys with us absolutely
0: so we decided that we want to end each podcast with something called god's honest truth That's um right. because we feel like that is something to leave you with something to leave you with yeah to think about for the rest of your day and um do you have one for bravely I or do I you do. Oh, I right, actually you have two yours. but i'm well, gonna leave you with two for today well you
1: will s- see joshua19 on our facebook um cover and it's very simple but it just says be strong be brave be fearless Mm. you are never alone and i just like that it's brief it's to the point um what i've taken out of it is being brave just means turning it over to god knowing that his plan for your life is better than you can ever imagine and when you're stuck in the worry or the fear that he has your back Mm. Um, and then the other one real quick is Deuteronomy 31, six, it's be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them for the Lord, your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Mm. All yeah. right, girl, get it so on, on around with
0: like toddlers running around, like just preach it be to courageous, friends, yes. be courageous. My friends be courageous, sing it, wrap it, whatever you have to do. Um, it, I think mine is going to stick with the, f- that first John three eighteen, which is let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. Um, and just, I would just challenge you today. Like if you, if you're saying something to someone like a uh, follow it up with an action, which Agreed. is really hard, like so hard. But I even think like with my husband, you know, it's one thing to say, I love you. It's another thing to, to show it pick up <laughs> you're gonna hear me talk about shoes <laughs> a lot like shoes drive me absolutely batty but like that's a whole different episode it is we could <laughs> have so many episodes on that i um, could use that episode today we're gonna have to k- i shouldn't have said what his name was at no. the beginning i should have given him like a code name she- so <laughs> then we can talk about them <laughs> privately <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah li- but how can you follow that up i right. mean i think it's easy to say i love you and Well, that's going to be a whole other topic. That is. The definition of love. love, But, um, you know, just find little ways to not only tell the people in your life that you love them, but do something about it. Absolutely. To show them, too.
1: That's great advice. I think in the busyness of our world, sometimes action means one more thing to do. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be. And honestly, I think prayer is the most powerful thing that you could do for someone. And Mm -hmm. saying that you're going to pray for someone and actually taking the time to do that Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. is probably the most powerful action you could ever absolutely do yeah well thank you guys for joining us this has been a lot of fun Mm -hmm. wasn't quite as scary as we thought it would be it wasn't
0: i finally like sat back in my chair a little bit i'm just
1: looking at you across (laughs) the table like i'm trying to like like relax myself (laughs) 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 all right guys we'll see you next time take care